0: 23 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice and now your hosts chris Devon, barry lester sean Platts, robert herrick and bill sparks and good Tuesday afternoon. Perry and the gang here with you on this uh Tuesday, April fourth, show number two forty. We don't want to forget about Rick. Rick Swan, our host to be named later. We don't know what we're gonna you know what <clears throat> we're trading to get him though, but uh you know how that works. But anyway, we have a busy show today. Um hopefully we don't get any interruptions by the weather, but uh we are on a tornado watch here in the middle of the country this afternoon, so we'll see how all that goes. But you guys don't, didn't tune in to hear that. You want to hear about sports. So let's go with the sports, Chris.
1: All right. Well, we have a busy agenda. Quickly, as we usually do, we're going to go over golf and NASCAR just to keep you updated. Then I'm going to turn it over to Sean for just a minute. He's going to talk about something he's going to be talking about on a, a, a phone thing that you can call into and get more information on. It's kind of a little merger going on in the in the, uh, in the uh, scripted and non-scripted sports, shall we say, that's the way you put it. Yeah. So we'll have uh, Sean do that for a minute. Then we'll get into the good stuff. We'll talk about college sports, college basketball. We had the uh, Final Fours and, uh, you know, all that stuff, and we've got a lot to talk about on that, and college news and notes, of course, the coaching carousel. So the women's season, are over except for hockey. We'll get that done this coming week. Then we have uh, baseball. Then we have the NBA and pro basketball, because the NBA is coming down in its last six days, and... And uh, want to run through the standings quickly and give you an idea of who's in, who's out, and all that stuff. And we had a Hall of Fame announcement, and then we have the NFL. There's not much because everybody's kind of it's the lull before the next storm, which is the draft. If we have time, we'll cover a couple media items, but we may not get to those. And if we don't, it's okay. But anyway, so Corey Connors wins the Texas Open, and uh, so this is Masters Week. This is the week with the Champions Dinner. Uh, the champions get together, and uh, the uh, champion from the year before picks the menu. And I guess we're going to have cheeseburger sliders tonight at Agatha. So they're going to with this one, all right. And
2: remember, remember, Chris. Uh, also, as we were saying before, the live golfers are still loud in the Masters. So watch this tournament and see the interaction, the banter. Watch to see what goes on, but it is a tradition. It really will be a tradition unlike any other this year. You know, if they
1: yeah. made the live golfers not drink uh, alcohol, that, that would take care <laughs> of the live golf right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Kyle Larson won uh, the NASCAR race in Richmond. That's where it turned out it was, so I, yeah. I asked him to say where it was. So there we go. So, Sean, why don't you take the floor for a minute and uh, talk about your little item that
3: you got that I wanted to announce. Okay.
2: Yeah, basically... I'll be talking, uh, I'll go into more detail at 773-572-7715, my pro wrestling hotline, shoot me, you know what, with Sean. Not going to say that word on here, but it starts with, you know, you know what it is. But I'll be recapping WrestleMania uh, weekend and kind of talking about the whole weekend. But there was a big merger in scripted and unscripted sports with the Endeavor groups who bought UFC a few years ago. Uh, they bought them from the group, uh, and now they've also bought Fifty-one percent of the WWE and what it is. Dana White will still run the UFC. Uh, the people, Nick Khan, will still be the CEO of uh, WWE. Vince McMahon is going to be executive chairman. The the head of Endeavor is going to be the CEO of the whole organization. Neither group's going to change, but I'll go into it because. It's not affecting UFC as much. It's affecting more of what, what could come out with the WWE and I will go into that there. I will either be doing it tonight or in the morning. So those of you listening on the podcast, you will be hearing it. It'll be up by the time you hear the podcast. I'll say that. All right. Anyway,
1: so, Well, we had the Final Four in Houston on Saturday. We're going to go through sort of like we did the do the NFL and just talk about the games uh, if there's something to say about them. Some of them there aren't. Let's sort of do a scoreboard because it's the the best way to do these tournament games, men and women. So the Final Four on Saturday, we had San Diego State beat Florida, 72-71 on Lamont Butler's last, uh, the only one guy said the Butler did it. We heard all the calls yesterday and the only Kevin Kruger is the only one that said the Butler did it. I don't know how yeah. it escaped everybody, but, uh, Ted Leitner got to do who's probably his most famous San Diego call, even though he's done those Padres games all those years and those two pennants. But uh, that was quite a call. And, uh, you know, that was the highlight of their season as we'll uh, say, but they came from behind. They were behind by, uh, 14 to get it, get back into that position to, to get that yeah. last second shot. So, and then last night we had the championship game. Oh, well then Connecticut, I'm sorry. The second game was Connecticut beat Miami 72 to 59 and, uh, they were up by 20 early second half and then Miami got it down to within 8 but uh, then the way, my, way Connecticut they didn't shoot the lights out to pull ahead they controlled the boards they just yeah. rebounding and Miami could not get the ball i mean they offensive rebound after offensive rebounds run another 15 20 seconds then get another shot that's how they beat them so and that uh, and then so then we had Connecticut and San Diego state play each other and that turned out to be the farthest distance between uh, participants in the championship game since Dartmouth and Stanford played in 1942, and uh, so that was that was something. And UConn did it again; they won it, uh, 76 to 59. They were behind 10 to six early, and then San Diego State had a long uh, drought of no field goals for about six or eight minutes. They were still playing defense, but Connecticut uh, got up to about 20, and then they they were up by uh, 16 or so at halftime. And, but San Diego, they they maintained most of the time, but they did cut it to six, I think it was maybe five. Five. But they got it, it to five, five, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But either way, then then they pulled away again at the end. So you know that was that was kind of the way it was. But what were saying, Sean, about the statistics? That UConn's fifth the uh, championship. And yeah, I a, UConn, Yeah, UConn, it, It's UConn's
2: fifth championship. They're actually five and O. They're tied. They're tied with Indiana and Duke for the uh, for five championships. You know, and they're behind Kansas and UCLA for most championships. And they did not. Every game that they lost was in the Big East. They went seventeen and O outside the Big East and every game that they won outside the Big East was was double digits just like every game in the tournament was double digits and so they only had the eight losses now but I'm wondering though that sometimes do they get overshadowed maybe by the women and all the success with the women at times because people kind of take it for granted with UConn kind of like oh they really you know you forget about him because of all the stuff with the women but oh they've you know, had three know. different
1: you know the thing is they've had three different coaches because they had uh, Calhoun then they had Kevin Ollie and now they've got uh, Dan Hurley mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I think you know when you have the continuing presence of one guy like Ariemma who's like the the personality down there he and Calhoun were kind of equal. But and, and the same age and roughly, you know, didn't and, like you know, each other. Him. Didn't like each other, but they were kind of the two, the two coaches. Now this is they brought in younger guys, and you know, I think. I think it's also going to be that the, if they can maintain, but you don't know if Hurley's going to want to stay there because okay, the Big East is a Power Six conference in, in college basketball, but does he want to go to a, a, a Power Five like his brother? You know, and uh, you know, where's his brother? Arizona, Arizona State. Which is he? He's at one of the other.
2: Uh, yeah, one of, of them. But but I mean, yeah, anyway. but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff with it. Like I said, you're not you know there. They're a team to I mean, they're a team to watch and they're gonna lose a few guys but you know, I mean they're I thought I mean they were clearly they were clearly the dominant team. Oh yeah, in this the tournament
1: and up, the Big they had, uh, talking even- about the dominance, and we'll go ahead after that, Sean, but they, they had uh, one of the games by exactly 120 points, 20 points a game. And I'm sure, we're yeah. sure, you know, we don't have the documentation, but since you've gone to the new format in about 85 and you had to win six games to win it, I, every, Sean was saying last week, well, they haven't had one of those games where they snuck by. Well, normally every team does. You know, you win by two or three points, and then you might blow somebody else up by 25 or 30, a couple other times, but they just, just did it all the way through, oh. and that was a very impressive. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sean.
2: Well, and I was going to say, and they came out of the Big East, and you had three teams make the Sweet 16 from the Big East the most of any of the conferences. So, I mean, that just shows the dominance of them. And even, and it was good for San Diego State, I think, even just being getting that far because, remember, in 2020, they were supposed to be, they were projected to be the number one seed when COVID everything shut yeah. down. So, I mean, so
1: we'll see about Brian Dutcher Is he'd want to stay, again, a, a, a lesser conference. He you know, you said he just, is. He says he is okay, he he, and yep. the the thing is, you know what what I'm saying is, you know, UConn is, you know, they they. A state school can never offer maybe as much money as some other places do, and you could have somebody come along. I'm not saying this year, but somebody could come along from a, an Ohio State or something where they say, you know, don't you want to come to a Power 5 conference for all sports and really have the recruiting juice. But UConn's getting it done, and uh, they're doing it on both sides of the ball. But speaking of the other side of the ball and what they're traditionally good at, we'll go to the uh, women's side for Friday and Sunday and LSU B, Virginia Tech. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I, I forgot to write down that score. That's not very good. Do you remember what the LSU uh, seventy? Tech it was, was seventy-nine to
0: seventy-two.
1: Yeah, seventy yeah. two. And I didn't hear much of that game. I listened to the second game. Did anybody uh, have anything to say about that game? LSU Virginia Tech. Uh,
0: no, no okay. I really didn't listen to that yeah. game. No, okay,
1: you were getting ready for the other game, which was Iowa taking down the number one uh, South Carolina team, 77-73 and ending there. Undefeated uh, season, uh, and then uh, you know and that that had to be pretty good uh, for for Iowa and Caitlin Clark. continued. we'll run down later some of her statistics, but uh, and I will uh, give the number. But she turned out to score the most points of any player in NCAA uh, tournament history since we've gone to the 64 team format or 68. And then we had the game on Sunday. LSU beat Iowa under two to eighty five. And LSU by, was up by 17 at halftime. Iowa got to about 10 or so, but then at the end of the uh, you know third quarter, they kind of pulled away, and that was the end of it. So, you know, yeah. so what would I you mean, say obviously, Iowa?
4: obviously,
0: obviously, congratulations to LSU. But um, from anything that I have heard locally, nationally, and anybody air the um, the officiating was terrible Um, yeah you know there were a lot there were a lot of calls both ways i mean players are on the bench with foul trouble and i've heard a lot of people say that irregardless to who you wanted to win that the three officials and i've not from what i've heard people haven't really regarded them as great officials in the past so i don't know how they got that game but um a lot of people said that you know the, the the officials stole the game from America. We wanted a great game, and the officials made sure we didn't get it. A lot of Americans. But it wanted- did. Now, let me be clear: it did not impact who won the game.
1: No, no, no. Yeah.
0: But and then uh, for the NIT, we had uh, uh,
1: North Texas, uh, and I just uh, where'd my score go? The UAB. Uh- yeah, uh, beat UAB, and it was 68-61. I had lost the yep. score, and um, that I didn't pay any attention to. But uh, that we'll talk about the coaching uh, carousel. The NIT was involved in that. Some of the guys were moving around, and uh, and the WNIT, Kansas uh, beat Columbia. Columbia hasn't been good in basketball in any uh, category since nineteen sixty-five or something. Uh, for it was sixty six fifty nine. And that they they play at the home uh, gyms of the school. So that was at Kansas. So anyway. So now getting back to the women getting back to the ahead. women real quick. Yeah, go ahead, John. Getting back on the women,
2: uh they uh, Friday night's Iowa South Carolina game and last night's our Sunday night Sunday afternoon's Iowa LSU game both set milestones because Friday night it was the highest rated game ever for ESPN men's or women's basketball since the Duke North Carolina men's game in 2008 on ESPN and it did it was the highest rated sporting event for ESPN since game seven of Boston Miami last year Mm -hmm. and other than college football and pro and NFL highest rated like said, sporting event and then Sunday ABC, nine, nine point, yeah, because it was 3.4 million for the LSU Virginia Tech, 5.5 million people watched Iowa, South Carolina, and then an average of 9.9 million people watched on Sunday, doubling last year's uh, championship uh, final between South Carolina and Connecticut, the highest rated women's basketball game ever in history. So, I mean, there's, there's something, and I know there was talk, that they would move the women's tournament the final four to the same side as the men. And now there's a lot of people saying, I think we're going to have this on our own. And it makes me wonder WNBA. A lot of people aren't watching it. Some of it's because it's in the summer, but then you could argue if they play in the, in the winter, would it be buried? You know, there's an argument, but could this be their Indiana state, Michigan state magic bird moment for the women's basketball? Kind of, you remember the NBA was, Struggling at that time, here came Magic and Bird. The league started getting popular. Could this, like a Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, this rivalry coming out now? Caitlin Clark still has to play one more year because of the rule—you got to be 22 for your junior. Well, and she, and she
0: technically be... has two years of eligibility, but I don't believe she'll use the second one.
2: No, but could this be that moment that maybe thinks gets people? You know what? Maybe we'll maybe we'll get on this NB, WNBA because you know Magic Bird
1: did that. Or the NBA? I don't know. Well, we'll find out. But Caitlin Ugh. Clark, uh, the first player for men or women to get 40, uh, 40 or more points back to back, when she did that on Friday against uh, South Carolina. I think she, I think she only got thirty against uh, LSU. So, yeah, she had an uh, off I night. Think, and she had, and, like, and, a and yeah,
0: you know, she got thirty points, and people said it was an off game. Well, I mean, what does that tell <laughs> yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah.
1: right. Uh, you know. Uh, so, and as Sean said, the highest rated here and, uh, you know, so, um, yeah. And I think that could be something, you know, uh, bird magic, kind of an, uh, a rivalry. Cause that's the thing you haven't had. You've had players that people knew like Brittany Griner, the guy, people from UConn and stuff like that. And so all those you know, yeah. yeah, all those guys. And they came to teams and you say, okay, well that's on one team and they haven't been able to nationalize, you know? Uh, the, yeah. the way the game, and and that's what they're they're starting to do. So maybe uh, the it's a little bit of a chicken and egg. You know, we noticed that with the contract they've gotten, they're 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 going to, uh, you know, have a lot more publicity, a lot more uh, you know discussion, mm-hmm. and now they have a, a little controversy about little signs that people gave. We don't have to get into all that, but uh, you know, it's it's like mm-hmm. you know that's the kind of thing that adds, uh, you know, puts it on Twitter, gets it gets people talking. So anyway. Yeah, and, so, and they got Jill,
2: Jill Biden commenting on it, saying that they should both come and they're all that, for having fun with that. But
1: you know, uh, it, was, it was all and kind then, of fun. And then but the, but White the White House
0: uh, later came out and said, "No, that isn't going to happen."
1: Yeah, they so did. Caitlin Kay- uh, yeah. Clark, the most points uh, for men or women in in the nineteen uh, with one hundred and ninety three points in the six games she played, and the hundred most assists for the women. Uh, and the most threes for the women uh, in the title game, as we said. So uh, you know, she pretty much took took care of it. I guess uh, Angel, uh, what was her name? Angel Reese. I think Reese. she won the yeah. uh, MVP, right? Yeah. For the tournament, but uh, you yeah. know, uh, the finals yeah. were most so outstanding player. We must. Uh, no one is getting paid. We must remember that. Now they maybe they can change that. Now that people do get paid, I don't know. <laughs> and, well, I think
0: the I think these girls yeah. probably are getting but paid now.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. Gonna they are going to take yeah. a. That's what. That's another reason why I think Caitlin Clark, even if she could have,
0: would have stayed this year, because she'd take a pay cut to go to the WNBA. Yes, that's right. Sure. the <laughs> yeah. that's Well, good. we will so, not. We will not take a pay cut because uh, Pierre is on the line. And um,
1: okay, well, if wants to talk about it, the LSU and is not gonna,
0: And Pierre is not going to get paid either. So go ahead, Pierre. No, go ahead, so, Pierre.
3: I was gonna talk about the same thing that, that Sean just brought up. I read an article yesterday where like uh Caitlin makes seven hundred she has seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year uh NIL deal. Well, mm-hmm. she'd mm-hmm. be crazy to go to the uh, WNBA because they said the average player in the WNBA makes around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and another thing yeah. going to the other thing going in that thing, Pierre, yes it's the it's the money but uh, one of our local sports, TV sports guys, of course, you know, they were down there covering the tournament, and he said, Clark, you know, she loves her team, she's extremely close with her family and all, so she may be one of those who would be comfortable just being in college. Right, yeah. Okay. And, okay. and now Go we ahead, have, um, let's see, Pierre, thank you. Uh, let's bring on Jamal.
4: Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are y'all doing?
0: Good, Jamal. Uh, good do Better than the White Sox
1: pitching staff yesterday. Yeah. Oh,
4: Lord, don't, don't remind me about that <laughs> lovely situation. Mm-hmm. Got a couple things to talk about here. College basketball and baseball. Okay. okay. First of all, college basketball, congratulations, Connecticut Huskies. I didn't realize they've won just three national championships as Duke. Therefore, yep. I made a comment on a system that they were borderline blue blood. They've just proven they're blue blood, plain and simple. I
2: think they did. I think they, right, crossed they did.
4: Over this, this is sealed the deal for them. They are a blue blood. And yeah. also, about the uh, LSU championship in the women's side, congratulations to Kim Mulkey mm-hmm. for her championship. And I was listening to a story on a local radio station this morning whereby Mrs. Biden suggested that. Not only did LSU be yep. invited to the White House, but I will be invited to the White House and of course this host on this station was going kind of crazy. It was on an African American oriented radio station. <laughs> and to me and to me the points were legitimate. I mean LSU won, Iowa lost. That's right. Sorry, Perry. And then, but uh, and you know if they, if not, ready, next year should go. But they but Iowa shouldn't go in for Joe Biden to say that. God bless her. I, she was, I don't know if she was smoking crack or if she was just... <laughs> Remember, yeah, Jamal, she was the, the
1: camp directors and people who her? invented the idea of everybody getting a trophy. They were basically yeah. women. Yeah. Participation. She got, yeah. she
0: got caught She
1: got
2: caught up in the moment, Jamal. The White House did release. They're only inviting LSU. And they had, the LSU players had some fun with it. And even Caitlin Clark goes, hey, I didn't win. Why should we go? You know, Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, they all... They have fun with it, so she's not going. So it's pretty much a
4: dead issue. Well, well, that's a, well, that's a good thing. I'm glad that's a dead issue. Now about uh, yeah. speaking of dead baseball, the white. I hope the White Sox could uh, get their pitching together after last night's. Yesterday's. Uh, Train I we we call that a debacle. debacle hood, yes, yeah. yeah I, I, I could call it a lot more, but of course, I can't use the words on the legend. Right. If you want to hear me, wait till Friday night. Then I could really go. <laughs> but nevertheless, but yep. nevertheless, I think I hope that the White Sox could get their stuff together. Hopefully, Lee, I've heard that Liam Hendricks is taking his last. Well, the oh. keeper was non-Hotchkissman oh. but Hopefully. Yep. He can get healthy and get back. I think I heard maybe in June, maybe around June, Jamal. Well, well, well that'll be well, that'll be good. And also, today was the thirty eighth, thirtieth anniversary. Thirty eighth anniversary. Of me watching that White Sox game with the Brewers when my vision went out in the fifth inning. Oh wow! Not <laughs> wow. Pregnant, but not not like, a yeah,
0: not a, a br- not a pleasant it. anniversary, Jamal. Well, wow. Uh, a friend,
1: of, uh, a friend of ours was stealing, stealing some gloves in a store, so you were doing a better thing than our friend was, <laughs> yeah. was that way. <laughs> right. Good job. Anyway, Cole. and he'd, he'd get a kick out of that. If he were with us, he would get a kick out of us mentioning that on all over the Internet. Okay, so we'll get over to the men for a while. We've got a little more women, too. Connecticut, uh, of course, was a four-seed. San Diego State uh, was five as Florida Atlantic, the first final. Uh, and and uh, who was – oh, uh, Florida Atlantic was nine, I guess. Uh, Miami and the State of State were five, and Florida Atlantic was nine. And so it was the first uh, championship without a top three seed uh, ever. Uh, and it's uh, – since the uh, first final for 93 since Brian Dutcher – for Brian Dutcher, he had been uh, the uh, assistant, uh, assistant coach on Michigan uh, with the Fab Five when Chris Weber called that timeout. Uh, so that was that was something. Uh, and now, of course, they didn't win, but, uh, you know, uh, at Utah Valley, the head coach, uh, Mark Madsen, is now the head of Cal. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, and he was on the 2001-2002 uh, Laker championship teams and played at Stanford. Uh, Grant McCaslin is leaving uh, North Texas for Texas Tech to replace uh, Mark Adams, who made those unfortunate com- comments the other day. Uh, so a little more on Kim Mulkey. She has joined uh, Gino Ariema and Pat Summit uh, with to win at least four titles. And she's the second to win in her, her first in, her, in year two at a uh, school and the first to win at two different schools in, uh, in you know, Baylor. And uh, Baylor in 12 5, 12, and 19, and now, of course, LSU. And so she's the first woman's coach to win at two different schools. So there you go. So that's pretty good for her. So do we have any? And, of course, we got the Frozen Four on Thursday in uh, Tampa. we got BU, Boston University, playing uh, Minnesota in the first game at 5 p.m. And at 8.30 we have Quinnipiac and Michigan. So we'll get our men's hockey wrapped up this coming uh, And, if, and if you
0: do want to listen to that, it is available on your Westwood One, uh, yes. the way you listen to Westwood One. Yes. It is available so,
1: there. Any more uh, college stuff before we go to baseball? I guess not. Okay, baseball. Last night was Jim. Oh, 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 his phone. His phone did a thing. Okay, I can tell. Last night. Last night was
2: Jim Nance's. Last night doing the final four. Uh, That's right. Ian Eagle's going to take over the lead broadcast next year. He, Jim Nance will still do the Masters
1: in the NFL, but yeah. Okay, good good point. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Anthony Rendon suspended four games. I guess he grabbed the uh, shirt of an A's fan who had been heckling him for a while there, so they had uh, that dust up on the first night of the season. And Rendon, it was negotiated down to five from, uh, to four from five and that way he won't be, uh, get appealed and all that other stuff so uh, that's you should get some credit for finding an ace fan <laughs> that's good <laughs> <Yeah>. well, opening <laughs> night it's easier opening night oh, yeah. yeah. and I think when they play the Yankees Red Sox and Giants they kind of come some yeah. people come but other than that they kind of don't yeah. so Uh, Justin Verlander pulled a uh, muscle in his uh, armpit, and that affects the shoulder, too. And, of course, he's for the Mets, so he'll be out for a while. I don't think it's real serious, but they said he's going to be out. Uh, Toronto and uh, the Angels. Okay, this this is really ridiculous. Toronto, of course, we already know about them. We made it, uh, but and there was a question last week as to whether the Angels radio crew is traveling. I don't think Toronto's traveling TV either. I don't think and uh, no. Schulman's going anywhere either. But the, nope. the Angels are not traveling the radio crew, uh, and uh, Baltimore is. I figured that out. I listened to them a little bit the other day when they were here. And yes, they you are. You could tell they were around. And so, so, and, and they said it's economics for the radio crew to not go. But it only costs 185 thousand to 200 thousand for the announcer, an analyst, and an engineer. So it's you know you're paying more for any any minimum player, you know. So that's that's ridiculous. And you can lower, and you, could lower, and you could
0: lower that. You could even lower that because some teams don't send an engineer; they just hire one in the city. A lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people.
2: And don't. they were ripping them. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, those guys, and even some of the others. They were ripping the Angels, going, "Yeah, this is this guy." This, He's cheap. He won't sell the team. He can't even pay for his people to travel, even when they can. They, I mean, the national media has been having fun with. Oh with
0: yeah, and, this uh, and to, man, tra- to me, if they can't travel, then why do you even put your games on the radio if you can't travel? That's just pick right. up, just pick up the TV broadcast. No, oh, that's yep. the next one. Some do next. would, some you know, some would tell you, and I will let Angel fans, you know, decide for themselves. Some would say that Wayne Randazzo might be better than Terry Smith anyway.
1: Um, Oh, I guarantee you he is. Especially if he knows on radio and would add a little bit more, uh, you know, description. But, of course, the Blue Jays did that for a while, uh, a couple years ago during the pandemic. So, you know. So Frank Thomas uh, will no longer be on the Fox uh, uh, Fox host uh, for baseball, replaced by Derek Jeter. Uh, He'd been a host for almost 10 years. And uh, he's uh, – so the Fox the hosts are involved in the London games, the the All-Star game, and the playoffs. So that's uh, where you see those. Yeah. And uh, uh, let's see. And I, I wanted to talk about a little overreaction around here. And I think it's happened in some places. The Red Sox on Friday, and I think it was EEI, I think it was uh, Gresh and uh, Fourier, That it could have been Sports Hub. It was around that time of day. They were complaining, oh, we were advertised shorter games. We had a game of three hours and ten minutes. Well, yeah, a game of 3 hours and 10 minutes with 12 walks and a 10 to 9 game it would have been 4 hours yeah. and 10 minutes in the old days. Give me a break. Yeah, if not longer <laughs> than that. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, uh, and the Red Sox got 9 runs in their first 3 games, and that's the most uh, runs in the first 3 games for t- tied with the 76 Cincinnati Big Red machine and the 78 Brewers, I heard. So, that's uh, I don't know if that was quite Harvey Wal- Harvey's Wallbangers, but it was close enough to it. <laughs> And, uh, you know, so, I mean, they're scoring, but uh, they got some, and the bullpen now looks decent, but now they got issues with starting pitching. So it's always something. Uh, and, and one of the things that I want to tell people is you can get player stats from Miss A. We have, you know, around here, our old announcers, you know, Kurt Gowdy, Ken Coleman, Ned Martin, when the game would start, I think Sean McDonough and, and I know Joe Castiglione does it, they always say, okay, here's uh, so-and-so, he's hitting 250 with 10 home runs, 34 RBI." I like to hear that every day, what the stats are. Some of these newer guys don't necessarily do that. They figure everybody can go on their iPhones or whatever. So if you do need to ask, and we're coming up to some games, because I told you Joe Castiglione's only doing the 81 games. So we're coming up to some games with Will Fleming, who's decent at it. But Joe Castiglione makes sure he does it every time, like Ken and Kurt and Ned always did, and, and, and Sean does. And so if you can't get that, you can ask Miss A. I've been asking her about statistics for certain players. It's a little like football. Asking her about Kristen Casas, you could get, you know, it's a little. We have commercials for this place right window, and there's some really funny ones about Alexa and asking questions, the kind of things you can get instead of what you want. But you know, if they, if he can understand a name like if she can understand like Adam Duval, you can get the stats. So if you're ever looking for stats for a player, try asking for them. It can't hurt. You know, you can get them in football too. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's uh let's see what else we got uh oh it's the steals the first weekend there were in yeah. 2022 there were 29 steals and 43 attempts in 2023 there are 82 steals uh you know uh, 70, 70 steals in 84 tries so that just shows how much more they're going to be running here and uh also Brendan Burke will uh will uh, replace uh, Jason Bonetti on those uh Peacock games on Sundays. Those are always Sunday games. And I think and, that's uh,
0: because Benetti is now a Fox
1: employee. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he's of course eventually going to replace John Sterling. They tell us, and he's he's done hockey for TBS and the New York Islanders, so he's uh, getting you know his name around. But uh, he's going to be doing those Peacock games. I guess they start later this month. So uh, anyway. Yep. Yep. So So uh, all right. Any more? I uh, would. Baseball I would
0: wonder. It, uh, he, yeah. he probably right. will replace John Sterling. But what I wonder is. If um, Justin Shackle is the one doing the games this year, you know, he may be the one to replace John Sterling. Well, that's a good point. No,
5: the Yankees yeah. have already
1: said that Burke is going to be the... Well, this, is, this was a strange thing, you know, Robert, and I wondered about it, you know, that in yeah. two years, three years, four years, whenever John retires, we're going to replace him with this guy. Well, stuff yeah. happens in two, three, or four years to everybody.
0: I would have thought, Robert, if, if that was going to be the case, <clears throat> the Yankees would have brought on Burke, to do some of these games because we've already been told now that when John yeah, Sterling I, isn't there, I, I agree it will be just as I, I And with
1: also, you. if he's the the other thing, too, uh, Sean, I mean, uh, Robert, is I don't know what his role is with TBS and hockey, but if he is uh, happy doing, uh, like, what is he, the number two guy on TBS or three or Yeah, or what on is that
5: TNT, TNT. TNT.
1: Yeah, is he number two yeah. or three or what? Yeah, he's yeah. number two. Right, and he may uh, see a possibility. Maybe that Kenny Albert, you know, could move on, and maybe he just uh, has made a change, and they're just not talking about it, you know. Maybe so hey, yeah, I don't know.
0: We'll see, you know. But anyway, it's hard right, deb- so. You know what? It is fun to debate these things. Yeah, yeah. well, we'll I
2: see. I don't know if y'all heard the other. Now, this is kind of a funny baseball story, I guess, about the fan at the Dodger game that proposed. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was All right, go ahead, the John. fan. The fan did not have clearance to be on the field with the Dodger. He ran on, and the, the girlfriend was up in the audience, up in the stands, and he proposed to her. And, of course, then he was tackled, and I guess he has a one-year ban from all Dodger games for this. And But the girl the girl didn't say no. She did say yes. I mean, yeah, but oh. they banned him for a year.
3: Uh, okay. And he was tackled yeah, by yeah. a and I heard somebody... I heard somebody say this morning that he's making up to his fiance with the public display at the at a baseball game by making sure that the wedding's going to be a real private affair. He's going to have that at a WNBA game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> there you go. They might
0: yeah, be the only They might be the only ones there.
1: He could do an A's game, couldn't he, Robert? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Like we said. Okay. Any more baseball? Any any impressions before? You know, get, we have a minute. Uh, any any impressions on the first uh, week from anybody with the new rules and the you know just uh, the games? Have you found because you're both. the one that I know to talk about the length of the game? Sometimes have you found yourself more paying it more attention? Or even though these have been a bit long.
3: For the red because there's just been a lot of runs yeah like you say the Red sox schemes haven't really shown it yet but I I do I I do get a little upset with the um the, the, the you know the uh, they say or, you know they should have called this because it was so close yeah technically it's right but it was close you can't do it that way you got to go by the rule yeah? Well, the Oops. umpires have to go by the
1: rules. They were sent memos they're not yeah. following, too. And yeah. so that's one of the problems. The other thing that happened, and it's happened continuously on the radio, uh, they're coming out and they'll be saying, uh, one strike to Devers as we join you. What is going on? Right. They're starting the games too fast. The, you know, the the people don't, you know, they're supposed to have 90 seconds, unless they change yeah. that, too. Radio, to have 90 radio seconds and TV the
5: are going to have to... Uh, I'm sick of their clocks because there's been a lot of cases on both radio and TV, I've noticed the first few days, where uh, you'll come in and already a pitch has been thrown or whatever. And And
1: they're going to miss a home run, though. You know, the Bruins missed the Stanley Cup winning goal in 72 on the radio because they'd gone to a
3: commercial. So, you know, these things do happen. Yeah. I don't think the 90 seconds has changed, but I think they're being a lot more strict with it. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, geez, huh? you know,
1: or make it, you know, if people, I mean, you can change these things a little bit. It could be a hundred seconds, you know, just make sure everybody knows what they're doing. And this is the problem.
3: You know, remember you know, if the final of the inning is made, and they say, okay, three up, three down, whatever, and then right. the score is one to nothing. Well, that that's five seconds that already yeah. passed when the inning ended. So, you know, that's right. And if you put a 60 and a 30 in there and
1: figured, and that's what they may still have, or three thirties and you might still uh, have 90 cents seconds worth of commercial. You used to have 105 seconds to get back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, yeah. uh, they're
5: going to have to be quicker about getting out and coming yeah.
0: back, you know. Yep. Yeah. Okay, moving on to news, the NBA. The good news is, though, before we go to the NBA, the good news yep. is, um, for those who like this idea, which I'm not a big fan of it, the AAA will have the auto umps on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. They'll have real plate umpires Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And on the first night of auto umpires, uh, the I-Cubs are supposed to be playing in St. Paul, but the game has already been postponed yesterday because of inclement weather. So they're. The gonna... Auto
1: umpire froze anyway, uh, Perry. It you know. it might have, but that's
0: <laughs> yeah. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays in AAA. You have those, and then Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, you have the. What I
1: like, players. what I like, is the uh, more than the auto ump. I like the challenge. I like the challenge from the pitcher, the catcher, or the or the batter. You know, I think But you uh, got to you know, be and, careful
0: with that. You only get one challenge.
1: Yeah, well, you could make it two challenges per game or one and you get a second, you know, if you're right on the first one you get the second. That kind of But I think it takes it out of the hands to the manager. The, and some hot heads are. That's not a strike. Oh, it's three feet outside. You know. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was it used to? Oh, oh, Pedro used to complain all about all the time. Rick and I used to laugh about this. And Pedro did it, and, and they'd say he
3: never complains about calls. Every game they said he never complained about calls. Oh, no, that, I think we're talking about. I think we're talking about Ortiz. He was booed. Oh, Ortiz too. Yeah, yeah. Ortiz. I yeah. guess maybe Pedro too. But Ortiz definitely. Well.
1: He was and by the way, and
0: by, the, by the way, we had Wrigley Field West here on Sunday afternoon because the I Cubs and the Columbus Clippers were playing. And uh, the first night it was like eleven to five Iowa. Then it was three to two and ten innings on Saturday, but then on Sunday Wrigley Field broke out because the wind was blowing straight out, <laughs> and the I Cubs won twelve to eleven. So there you go. Uh, there
3: and and there you know go. what?
0: The game took just right. A couple of minutes over three hours. So for yeah, twelve to eleven for twelve to eleven, that's not a bad time.
5: Yeah. Well, well, Last night at last night at the Coliseum, they had thirty-five mile an hour wins. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the game was twelve to eleven, and it ended in two forty-five. So there you Very go. Very good.
1: Jeez. And uh-huh. we had two. And, and I don't know. You know, we talked about during the year we ran into some unusual final scores in the NFL. Two ten to nine games on the same day with the Red Sox and the uh, Orioles and the Blue Jays and the Cardinals. That was pretty crazy. Cool. And,
0: and by the and by the way, poor Tom Hamilton last night, Robert. I think he was worried that twelve to eleven. Uh, wasn't going to be quite enough runs for the Guardians, so <laughs> you guys, uh, no, you guys, you guys had Tom worried a little bit.
5: Yeah, well, because uh, the weather was so goofy last night. Whenever you put a ball in the air, you didn't know what direction it was going to go. Whether it was going to go out of the park or, or blow a different direction, or what it was going to do, it yeah. was crazy. And if last you night. and if
0: you guys enjoy good quality announcers the guardian announcers are, are they are great so if you really yeah, enjoy are. good quality announcers those they guys are. are they were and especially i wish they would talk to one another more because when they do yeah. they are really go- they're really funny when they talk to one another
1: well, All right, let's get to, this let's NBA to the standings before basketball. season ends here. All right, so I'm going to quickly run down the standings because we're down to the last six days, and you know you'll see the teams have three or four games left. Basically, in the East, Milwaukee should finish first. They're fifty-six and twenty-two. Celtics are second, fifty-four twenty-four. Philadelphia third, 51-27. Cleveland is fourth at 49 and 30. The Knicks are forty-six and thirty-three. Then Brooklyn is forty-three and thirty-five. So those teams should be seated. Uh, then you get into the play in. And you got Miami at 41 and 37, who should host a play-in game, but who are they going to host? I have no idea. Atlanta's at 39-39. Toronto's at 39-39. And Chicago's at 38 and 40. So remember the way the play-in works, and we'll explain it again next week when we know who our opponents are, stuff because we're going to have it next week. But the first, the team that wins the top game, like let's say it's Miami and uh, let's say Atlanta at this point, that team is then the second, uh, seventh seed, and the loser would play the winner of the 9-10 game. So you want to be in that 7-8 game. So that's important, and you want to be hosting it if you can. And I think Miami is going to get to do that. But then you don't know whether Atlanta, uh, Toronto, or Chicago, the other teams after them are not going to really be in the in the battle. They're like three games out with four to go and stuff like that. Indiana's yeah. officially eliminated. In the West, Denver at 52-26, Memphis 49-29, Sacramento 47-33. Those top three look good. Phoenix should be fourth at 43-35. Then the Clippers and the Warriors, as we Go into tonight's action are tied for the fifth spot at forty-one and thirty-eight. So the Warriors have really made a good move in the last uh, couple of uh, weeks there, right? Yeah, the of
5: the Clippers have the tiebreaker over the Warriors, Chris. Yes, so yes they the do. The Clippers, Clippers would be five. The
1: Warriors would be six. At they point. would be. But again, we got three games to go, and then any combination of four, four. Right. Then we move to the play-in teams, and the Lakers. You, 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 about when they lost Magic? I mean Magic. I do that all the time. About <laughs> when they lost LeBron? They really got it together i mean you know and uh, anthony davis took up the team on his shoulders they won a lot of road games and they've really gotten themselves in a good spot so they're in number seven right now at 40 and 38 and they're tied with new orleans at 40 and 38 so they'll probably play each other somewhere right now it'll be la but again that'll depend on how the last few games go minnesota 39 and 40 oklahoma city 38 and 41 they're apt to be in that next game and dallas at 37 and 42 and kyrie may miss the playoffs isn't that sad well, no (laughs) So there you go for the NBA standings. Just a quick, we'll have a lot more next week because we'll know who the pairings are and we'll be able to talk about all the series, the play-in part, and then, you know, who who was in the the series, uh, you know, the the ones that are set. So uh, we'll get all that next week, and we'll give you the final standings for everybody. Okay, uh, we had the Naismith Hall of Fame and Greg Popovich finally allowed his name to be put in. I was reading a thing about that or hearing about that. Apparently he wanted to wait until a lot of his other guys were in, uh, just feeling, you know, he could get in any time, but he kind of just felt that he wanted to wait. And he's coming in with Becky Hammond, of course, who was one of his assistants, and Tony Parker. So that's going to be pretty cool, Sean, to have all those guys go in together. Cool.
2: Yeah. And one of the other players, of course, played with the Spurs for a while, Pau Gasol. DeSalle. Pau Gasol's on precious. the list, too, and he Sam. played with the Spurs towards the end of his career.
1: Yep, yep, Dwayne Wade, Paul Gasol, and then uh, Dirk Nowitzki is going to get in. So. Uh, yep. And Gene Cady uh, is yes. a Purdue coach, longtime Purdue coach, and he's probably—I don't know—we'd have to. That'd be an interesting discussion about who the best coach to never win the championship was. How many wins, and you know, the longtime coaches who never won. You know, here you got uh, some of these guys with these teams with five and stuff, and here's Purdue and Cady. They were contenders every year, but got bounced. This wasn't the first year they got knocked out early in the tournament, that's for sure. But he won won a lot of games, so uh, you really seven, wonder. Seven.
2: Yeah, seven-time Big Ten coach of the year, five-time NCAA coach of the year. Never got that championship. I, I'd i say he's probably the best one to never win. I, I Lefty would go Rizzo, with
1: Rizzo, Lefty Dierzell yeah. was very good, too. That's another yeah, one.
2: That's, yeah, that's another one. Guy Lewis. Guy Lewis.
1: Yeah, Guy Lewis. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah so uh, Guy Lewis. Yeah, Sacramento in the first time in the playoffs in sixteen years. Robert has jumped ship. He doesn't care anymore. But back then he did. And, uh, so, know, uh, so. um,
5: and I, I hope the Warriors and Kings actually meet up in the in the playoffs because that'll be fun for around here. That'll be a fun series for people. Oh sure, so, yeah. sure,
1: yeah. NBA and players a new uh, seven year uh, deal. It's just uh, they they came in. They've got to ratify it, but it's uh, pending ratification through twenty uh, eight twenty nine. Could opt out and then or go another year after that. Uh, players must appear in. Now this is good. Players have to appear in at least sixty-five games to get awards. And some of the contracts are mm-hmm. based on award. You know, All NBA or uh, all, You know, well, they could be on the All-Star team, but you know, the All NBA awards, the scoring awards, the whatever. Yeah, you must have to get player, all, all MVP. Those. Have to get the you know, All Defensive Team. Yeah. You got to play in sixty-five games. This this is good. This is a good thing. Yeah, and
2: Draymond Green. Our Draymond Green already opened his little mouth, and oh he's already God. complained little about. It. He okay, yeah, he complained <laughs> about it and said sixty-five is too many. And uh, he's also complaining about this play-in tournament. That they're going to have an in-season tournament, which they do it in soccer, and haven't worked out all. Don't know all the details, but he's complaining because the winning team's only going to get five hundred thousand instead of a million. Uh, well, okay. and
5: uh, I know one of the big things around here, Warrior fans are complaining about. They've created a new luxury tax to punish uh, the owner of the Golden State Warriors because he's the Steve Cohen of the NBA. He doesn't mind going, he'll pay whatever taxes necessary and so they've they added a new tax of uh, people around high here. High school,
1: high school players still will have to wait one year before they can come into the league. That was yeah. uh, mentioned too. So yeah, so they're kind of you know uh, targeting. Well, I know the Warriors figured they're <laughs> targeting him, but you know they would lose uh, his mid level exception. So whatever. Right. But I mean, it, what I what I really like is that that's out of the way now. And and, and now I'm hoping hockey can do the same. We got our friend Marty Walsh uh, on the on the hockey side. You know, our former mayor in Boston and. and and the uh, you know former uh, labor secretary, so maybe he can get things done in hockey too. That'll be nice. I don't know how yeah. things are going there. There actually no, is. I'm going to read you know. it during the week, Robert. I wanted to tell you in particular. There's an article about him in uh, Kevin Baldu- to Paul Dupont wrote an article about him, and there's an article in the Globe. So I don't know what it says about him, but that might be interesting. Oh, I,
5: I've read it, Chris. It's very good. You'll enjoy it. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems like hockey's in good hands.
1: So I think so. I think yeah. Marty's a good guy. Uh, Okay. Any more basketball stuff? But really, keep keep tuned to those and look at those schedules because some of these games are going to be important. You see some game and you say, oh, Minnesota, Oklahoma City. No, that's you know could could have ramifications for standings or something. So you know you don't don't yep. just look at the top teams. We got like tonight, we got the Celtics and the Sixers. If the Celtics win, they're going to win that second seed, and they probably won't get the first. So there's games that are obvious, but you get a game like that or. Uh, the Lakers and you know if the Lakers were to play the New Orleans or something. You know you uh, want to pay as a attention. Of fact, uh, tonight the Warriors
5: play Oklahoma City. They could el- they could pretty much eliminate them from from any kind of contention if the Thunder lose. And the Lakers and Clippers actually meet tomorrow.
1: So okay, that's that's a big one yeah, for everybody. Yeah,
5: yeah. So you know.
1: Okay. Any other uh, basketball stuff? before we go to the NFL? No. Nope. Okay, Indy will start their new quarterback for the eight years in a row, and uh, the second longest streak in history, and uh, the the record the ninety eight to oh six Chicago Bears. But I made the point. I looked up on Miss A, and I, I remembered that the Bears made the Super Bowl in oh six oh six oh seven. Bears played the uh, played the Colts, and Rex Grossman made the Super Bowl that yep. year, and he was that eighth quarterback. Yep. So yeah. I hadn't realized that. So they're uh, tied with the oh the two thousand to two seven Redskin, uh, Redskins, the ninety seven to oh uh, four Cincinnati, the sixty six to seventy three Denver Broncos. Uh, so that, what you can say, other than that Bears team, is basically they are teams that never had a sniff of the playoffs or <laughs> until they expanded them very much. So, uh, yeah. you know, when you change, you know, you want the model of the Brady's, Elway's, you know, come to town and stay 15, 20 years. That's what you want. And, uh, you know, if, if you can't get that, you're always at sea. And this is the whole thing. There was a good article in the uh, Globe about uh, Lamar Jackson on the Sunday NFL, and that's another thing to read in the Globe is that Ben Volen and his NFL piece on Sunday. Yeah, I read that also. That's another very good article. That was very good, and what he was saying was that really pretty much everybody, you know, all the seats have kind of taken for the most part, and uh, really doesn't look like people want to deal with Lamar because he's so unpredictable in his injury history and not uh, being his own agent and everything. People just don't want to really deal with that kind of stuff.
5: No, and it could turn out to be another Le'Veon Bell situation where if he doesn't sign the the tag by July 17th, he would be forced to sit out the entire season.
1: So, yep. Uh, okay, so there's no flexing yet for the Thursday night games, but they. Well, he wouldn't. If see, do it. He wouldn't
0: sit out, would he? Because they they franchised him, so he would play under the franchise tag. No, he could he sit out. The what,
1: he actually, what he actually it works. I think Robert is he would sit out. Is it nine rick or ten weeks? He, if and then he'd have to if he doesn't want that contract to just sit there in limbo, he has to come back by that time and play. Which I think Le'Veon had.
3: To yeah, do too. Yeah, that's it. I think it's like ten weeks. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, now, yeah. if I were if I were a team, though, if somebody did that, I would really question their want to play football. Exactly. Well, I'd be well, questioning that already. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, true. that's
5: what happened with Le'Veon Bell. Remember, he missed that entire year with the Steelers, and then when he went to the Jets in Kansas City, he wasn't any good after
3: that. No, no. <laughs>
1: right. So anyways, as I was saying, no flexing for Thursday night games yet. If they do it, they'd give the teams 15 days uh, notice on, on that. And uh, yeah. so I don't know whether that's going to – it's not going to happen now, but it could happen later. There's, I think, another meeting down the road. They still might do it, or they might try it. Yeah. Actually, there was talk, Rick, I think I heard they might try it for a couple of weeks at the end of the season just to see how it goes. Absolutely. Yeah, they got
3: more. They got more talks in a couple of months, so they're going to take it up again. Yeah. yeah
1: now what have you heard and i i just saw this in the ben volan thing and i i had heard a little bit about it the other day there's something called the guardian cap and apparently what it is is some kind of padding on the outside of the helmet and they're using it for some of the players you know some of the defensive players and some of the linemen and they're thinking that this might cut down on concussions and also i would assume the other side of it would prevent the helmet from being used as a
3: weapon as often is that what they're talking about here I, yeah, I had not heard about it, but I would, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, I would assume this is kind of like a, a test to see how it goes. Yeah, they ah, used it during article, preseason
1: last year, I guess. And yeah, they
5: from, the article, from the article uh, that I read on Sunday, Chris, it sounds mm-hmm. like they've been testing it in preseason, and if they like the way it, it uh if they like how it turns out, then they may require all players to wear those.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this could be a good thing. Now, the, And, by the way, they were, speaking of that, I heard a thing the other day uh, that Aaron Hernandez, remember him who killed his girlfriend mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, a former Patriot, you know, a Florida State guy. Now,
3: what, he didn't kill his girlfriend. Who did he kill? He killed, he killed oh. a, a friend, you know, a guy they were out with, yeah. and, you know. The, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, him and yeah. his posse were out with. You know. That's right. His girlfriend was, was trying to
1: get him out all the time. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. But the deal was, uh, BU, you mentioned Boston University, has been doing these things where you can't do this until somebody dies. But they did his CTE uh, ratings. They said for uh, his age, which he was, I think, 27 when he when he committed suicide in, the, in prison, that they, they it was the worst they'd ever seen. So that just tells you, you know, there there you go. It's a real problem. And we lost uh, Bill Levy, the referee, 76 years old. And he was uh, in the league from 95 through 2014, referee from 01 to 14. And he refereed Super Bowl 40. There were a lot of controversies in that one. That was the uh, Seattle-Pittsburgh World uh, Super Bowl. And there was a lot going on in that. And then he was a supervisor from 2015 on. So, but he was a known name, and uh, he did just get the one Ooh. Super Bowl.
3: So, was, well, I guess he was a pretty good official. But anyway, any other football NFL stuff, Rick? Yeah. Well, there was a couple other things from the league meetings. You mentioned how they, they're not going to, for now at least, flex Thursday night games, but they are going to flex some Monday night, or have the abilities to flex Monday night games.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was already um,
3: put in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the league is going to. There's only going to be one cutdown day now for, for uh, yeah, every training camp. Yeah. Yeah, um, and they did say that teams can now play two Thursday nights they couldn't before, and there's, there's yeah. actually a there's actually a, a, a situation where you could actually maybe play play three if you um if you played like Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving night you could play a third one the Thursday after that because it's a full week and they wouldn't really yeah, consider they, it. A third they did that Thursday. this past year. Did they was yeah. uh, was it Buffalo? Yeah, but that wasn't a, but there it wasn't it's a Patri- third Patriots. one at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Patriots had two um, on that two Thursday nights. Yeah, yeah. Um, now that the uh, you mentioned before that the uh, the Kings made the playoffs, now that the longest playoff drought in the four sports now with the New York Jets. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Atlanta Falcons signed defensive lineman Calais Campbell. Uh, Saints signed wide receiver Brian Edwards from the, from the Raiders. Uh, no, Marvin I mean, Jones, who was he was with the was Panthers that? last year, Rick? Oh, was it Yeah, Okay, yeah, he was with the Raiders before that. Yeah. Um, Marvin Jones, who was on the Lions, went to Jacksonville. He's going back to the Lions, <laughs> and Brian Brian Hoyer signed with the Raiders. Yep. and Mike Mike Florio is is reporting that the Patriots have shopped Matt Jones around to a bunch of different teams, including the the Raiders, the Buccaneers, the Commanders, and the uh, and Houston. Um, no takers yet, but they, they say there's a chance he could be traded. And Baltimore has offered a contract to Odell Beckham junior we'll have to see if he takes it or not. Well, I think that I uh, could sign for Lamar up right away. Two crazy people. They could work together. Yeah.
0: And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Odell Beckham wants 15 years, uh, 15 million, 15 years, 15 million, <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. one year.
1: Who gets yeah. 15 yeah. years some other way probably? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, and, but, Go ahead, Rick. No, I'm just saying that's all I have. Okay. Um, Well, maybe we can actually get these media things. And actually, I brought the wrong sheet, so I don't have all the details. But we can remember these. These are not hard. The two media things I've been wanting to talk about was Michael Kay was considering or, you know, batting around, maybe not doing his radio show. Because he has kind of a weird schedule. Of course, he's doing Yankee games and he's doing that ESPN uh, on WEPN there, FM, uh, for the the ESPN in New York. He does that in the afternoons. And, uh, you know, he uh, was thinking about maybe just taking that off his schedule. But he, is, he is going to continue to do it. I didn't get the number of years on that, but he was considering that, and he is going to do it uh, for the foreseeable future. And uh, I don't think the ratings are as good. I think they're still fighting an uphill battle with Fan there, but uh, you know it's, he's still he's still good at it. I enjoy listening to him when I when well, to turns on. In my
5: opinion, I've heard both of the Fan show and the Michael K show, and I think for afternoon radio in New York, I think Michael K show
1: is better. Yeah, I think good. it is, too. I the think the FAN guys, show you know, is a lot guys, more uh, personality and, and celebrity talk. I think the uh, Rick watches the morning show. You might like that better, Rick. But I, I don't know. The afternoon oh, show yeah. just seems to be a lot of, of, about talking about. Uh, well, Who was the guy that came back, Robert, that had the uh, betting issues? Uh,
5: Craig Carton.
1: Craig he, Carton. He talks about himself all the time. That's what yeah. they do, they, It's about Craig Carton. The other thing is that Greg Gumbel will, will stay with CBS, but he's no longer going to be doing any NFL games. So he'll still continue to do his... College basketball stuff and the other stuff that he does, but he's gotten back. He's seventy six. I didn't realize he was that old. Wow! But uh, you mm. know, we're all getting older. We, you know, he just seemed like a new guy the other day. But yeah. uh, Greg Gumble is uh, going to cut back, so we're going to have a couple of cutbacks in the, you know, in in the uh, in CBS with Jim Nance cutting back, not doing the uh, college basketball and. Um, I'm sure it was good to hear him, and he, you know, he had a nice call on the end of the game. Uh, but for San Diego State, I got to hear that; that was pretty good. Okay, so we finally got those done. All right, all right. Else anybody wants to bring up in the next minute or so? No, we'll oh, let I, that, we'll let let them run to the bathroom. I
2: guess we can do that, yeah. maybe let <laughs> right, them All right,
1: folks. What's the dog got to say, uh, Robert?
5: Oh, uh, well, we probably have a delivery truck in the neighborhood. She goes crazy over those things. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Sean. All right, folks.
1: Well, of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> come on. Folks, come on back come on back next week. You can hear more of this frivolity, our Masters Recap, unlike any other, you know. And of course uh, play, yeah, probably and and we'll find out about the NBA and the NHL playoffs coming up and who knows what else. Get it, wherever you get your podcast. Stay tuned. Book talk is coming up next for those of you listening live and until next week we are out of here. Record.